This week on the podcast, we are venturing into week two of our Summer of Pirates series. Yeah, I just named it that right now as we talk about Pirates of the Caribbean. to the Dissect That Film podcast, where we dissect the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite films and film franchises. I am Brett Parker. Joining me as always, my wonderful co-host, Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Hello. Video get taken down for that, by the way. I, to be honest, I wasn't even looking at the screen when, it, when you did it, so... Probably okay. for the better. Yeah. She licked me. Let you know. Oh, okay. Nah, that's... I've seen worse on YouTube. We're married. It's not. It's not. No one it's watches right. our YouTube, anyways. It's fine. That's right. That's right. Somebody, I'm like, oh god. I know that was. Yeah, I gotta find that video. The people who actually do, I apologize. They're like, no, Thank not you. anymore. No, we're done. Numbers down. We just lost. Lost some viewers. We're still gonna listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today we are talking about the second Pirates of the Caribbean film, Dead Man's Chest, which came out two thousand and. What I found out today was that they filmed this and the third one back to back. I said that. I said when we watched this, because it was like 2003, 2006. I was like, God, how far apart was the third one in 2007? I was like, they had to have made it back to back. There's no fucking way. I I, I mean, I probably should have figured that out earlier, but I was watching a behind the scenes video and they were like, yeah, they did. they, They literally filmed. These mo- the two movies in like for like six months they were doing them. Orlando Bloom's like, can I just do a film and then take a break and then do another film? Because that's what they did with Lord of the Rings. They literally did the three Lord of the Rings movies back to back to back. So the fact that he had to do that again with the Pirates series, it was only two this time, but still, the dude's exhausted. All right, leave him alone. That's why he got his, he got his prize down the line. He's he's got a, he's got a kid with Katy Perry now. He's living the dream. He's living the dream. Good for you, Orlando Bloom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so excited because I'm actually feeling better for this episode. I got, yeah, I got, yeah. actually got some rum today. Uh, I just want to apologize if the first Pirates episode isn't that good. I don't know if it is or not. Oh fuck, we don't have anything for rum, do we? No. Shit. Everyone I we should have went out and got it. Oh. Everyone who's already listened okay. to uh, our episode last week, it was probably one of the shortest episodes we have recorded in probably a year and a half on a movie that was two and a half hours so i hope it's good everybody i hope it was good well we didn't do it any favors i didn't you did she carried she made it happen i just brought the rum i think it was it was still we always have fun here just you know sometimes uh you know sickness comes it creeps itself in and it can sometimes derail how uh things go uh, Dan, remember during the live stream for the Cure thing, you were talking about uh, the uh, a movie called Reptilicus. I do, yeah. I well, I uh, I got mail from uh, an awesome podcast called the Film Spark Podcast. They sent me some cool stickers, and the sticker I don't want to flash their address on the screen, 
but the sticker on the envelope is a Reptilicus sticker. Dude, okay, so let me tell you the thing I always remember about there's two scenes. It's where they drill. So they find Reptilicus buried underground because they're doing drilling. And they're like, the drill's stuck. And they pull it out and they move the mud. And I always remember the guys like, oh, it's like some kind of leather. And then it gets out of the factory and it's or this like they, they grow it. Like they find a piece yeah. of it and it grows back. Like, I don't know. There's a billion movies that have done this. I just can't think of one off the top of my head. So they find a piece of it and it grows to the whole creature. They don't even mention the rest of it underground, but fuck that part. But, um, and then there's like a scene where like there's people fleeing from the city and the draw like it's one of those bridges that draw bridges the bridges that opens up so boats could go under big boats. Yeah. And I just remember these scenes of like it's opening and there's like people like trying to jump and like falling and shit. And you didn't really I didn't remember seeing that in a lot of movies at that time. Mm -hmm. And then Reptilicus says bat wings and he's like a noodle snake. Yeah, so, so it's, it's, uh, if when you know when you guys listen to this episode it will be the second week of June. So it's been a, a, mm -hmm. a while since we were on the live stream for the cure an awesome event that took place over three days between uh, May 18th and May 20th. We got to participate on the last day talking about some, some bad movies and uh, Dan brought up this movie and I just was looking down at my desk and I saw this envelope with this a Reptilicus sticker. And I was like, so I got to mention bad. it in this episode. So that is there you go. <laughs> no, like nobody talks about this. It's not a good movie that I recall, but you know, why not? Hey, Whenever we get to talk about Reptilicus. Yes, we're gonna we, we we're gonna plan something, Dan. We're gonna plan a, a month of talking about those types of movies. And it was suggested by someone on Twitter, um, but we'll get to that later. I'm all for we're that. talking about Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest today, a movie which has a monster in it, which does, and one of my favorite monsters, myth mythological creatures. Uh, but we'll get to that a little bit later. This movie came out release date july 7th 2006 <laughs> but it released on june 16th 2006 at disneyland i love that they always premiered these movies at disneyland and disneyland and disney world also retweaked their pirates of the caribbean rides to incorporate characters from this movie so davy jones was in the ride for a, a bit uh, jack sparrow is still in the ride today as i stated in last week's episode you can go through he's in many of the scenes and i think um Oh, I can't remember who the third... There was a third character, I think, that they had incorporated in there. I think the monkey's in there somewhere. Other Jack. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know what? We we, we saw this in theaters together. Wow. There's no yeah. way we couldn't have. Because we have seen. I've seen this movie in theaters. I saw it the second and third one. I was 20. We were together when this movie came out. So there's no way we couldn't have watched this together. I don't remember. I'm just saying it had to have happened. I, I didn't see a single Pirates of the Caribbean movie in theaters. I saw a second and then the third one. Yeah, I, I told my story about uh, about the third one, and I'll tell it again next week when we talk about at World's Were End. We living, were we living in Beatrice then? Had to have been. Yep. I do remember this. Yeah, had to have there been. There you go. So romantic. Because the only other movie that I have seen in Beatrice was Spider-Man 3. I remember seeing Spider-Man 3 in theaters because I went after a lacrosse practice I was in high school and I was actually a freshman in high school when Spider-Man 3 came out and it was after lacrosse practice went to the theater the AC broke in the theater so it was possibly the hottest movie theater I've ever sat in and, and watched a very mediocre movie so yay for that <laughs> oh god this everybody was sweating their ass off with Toby dancing like oh yeah. fuck is it him or is it the AC <laughs> 
Oh man, the budget on this movie was $225 million, but guess what? It grossed $1.066 billion at the box yep. office, grossing over $400 million more than Curse of the Black Pearl. It was the highest grossing Disney property until Toy Story 3 came out in 2010. I believe it. It is absolutely wild. So, cast, pretty much everybody that you saw in the last one, except for, well, actually, no. Somebody who does die in the last one does make his return in this one. But pretty much everyone from the return. Three? No, there's like three new main people for the most part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about them. So we have Johnny Depp, of course, is back as Jack Sparrow. We have Orlando Bloom back as William Turner. Kira Knightley is Elizabeth Swan. Uh, we have a a new uh, yeah new cast member. My favorite character in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, which is uh, Davy Jones, played by Bill Bill Nye. We have Great. Jack. Nye. Yeah, he's so good, and I just love oh, this gosh. character. Davy Jones mm-hmm. is badass. Uh, yep. Jack Davenport is back as James Norrington. We have uh, another new character, uh, Lord Cutler Beckett, who is just either he's half asleep or he's just the evilest man on earth, played by Tom I wonder, Hollander. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if he made his, his like money or like, I know he's like a lord or whatever, but I, like, I just feel like being named Cutler, like you should have something to do with forks and knives. Like, I just like that's feel... his weapon of choice. <laughs> no, no, his, weapon, like weapon. his weapon is like if someone disobeys him, he just whips out a fork from his pocket and just throws it at their throat. <laughs> and he has, like, yeah. when he, like, unsheathes his blade, it's like an abnormally yes. large, like, kitchen knife. Yes. It's, just got, it's like a butter knife. It's just got one side that's got the serrated yes. edge. No, because as soon as I said Cutler Beckett, I'm like, Cutlery? Yeah. Like, yeah. Or Coultry, as somebody I know around here calls oh. it. <laughs> Fucking people. Uh, oh, we have another new, well, not really a new character because we did hear his name in the last movie, but we're actually seeing him for the first time, and that is William Bootstrap Bill Turner, played by Stellan Skarsgård. We have Kevin McNally coming back as Gibbs. We have Jonathan Price coming back as Governor Weatherby Swan. You never hear his name. I hate when you never hear their first name, but yet you he has one. There you go, guys. Yep. Yep. Uh, we have David Bali as Cotton. We have Martin Kleba as Marty, who is uh he's a little dude. A little dude who's just a badass. I love he's awesome. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah. We have David Schofield as Mercer, who is the Lord Beckett's like that gruffy, like guy who is just like the enforcer, who's just following around people. He's just that. He's a worm. That's what he is. He's a he worm. Is. He's that guy. Yeah. Hey, dude, wait. He's like he's like the dude that follows around. Um, fuck, the Phantom in Titanic. Oh. Yeah. You know his little lackey ass dude that does yeah. all his dirty work for him. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe I like his name. We have Mackenzie Crook back as Rigetti, one-eyed, the one-eyed guy. Yep, yep. And we have Lee Ehrenberg as Pintel, who is his like right-hand man there. Uh, mind-blown thing that I didn't know about this guy, the 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 guy who calls everybody pop, who calls uh, Elizabeth Poppet. Yeah. yeah, he is American. <laughs> yeah, really. I watched it. There was a, yeah. a, a a video I watched on the making of the cra- all the Kraken scenes in this movie. And yeah. he was talking about the legend of the Kraken. And I, he just starts talking. And I was like, what? <laughs> just blew yeah. my mind. He's got a very good British accent. <laughs> he's got a very good pirate voice. <laughs> yeah, pirate voice. Yes. You know what I mean. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> but it kind of was like, 
I was like taken aback. I was like, wait a second. Blowing my mind. So jarring. Thank God I'm figuring this out as an adult because I think as a kid I probably would have cried or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying right now. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, This film was directed by Gore Verbitsky. Of course, he would direct the he would direct the trilogy before stepping away when the fourth one was made. Uh, Written by Ted Elliott and Terry Rossio, who we talked about last week, and of course, again produced by Jerry Bruckheimer and is based on the ride from Disneyland and Disney world. We don't have to go into that because we did all that last week. Yes. Yes. This film won an Academy award for best visual effects, mostly because it's really fucking good for 2006. Yep. 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 (laughs) Can you, you know, I can't see it any other way. Industrial light magic was behind it. So, you know, I mean, listen, we've talked about some bad ILM effects Spawn, for example. Uh, yeah. but this movie had $225 million in their budget, yeah. so um, they had a lot of money they could throw into the visual effects, especially when there's a lot more visual effects in this movie than there yeah. was in the first one, because of course, um, all of the uh, Flying Dutchman crew, it's all visual effects. It's just dudes mm-hmm. wearing the, the suits, then they put the visual effects over them instead of doing practical, which I would have been interested to see what they could have done with visual effects or with the um with practical effects on them, but I I feel they they did it because it gave them a little bit more freedom with especially Bill Nighy's character, you know, of Davy Jones, you know, yep. his tentacles on his face are kind of yep. doing their own thing, mm-hmm. um, which I feel probably would have been kind of hard to do with practical. I've seen it done before, but I think it was just more of just the ease of things, and they had a lot of money to use. So, and it looks damn good. Like this is good oh, yeah. visual effects. The Kraken looks yeah. great. Like everything that they used visual visual wise, it looks it looks on point. Uh, <laughs> I I thought it was funny. Kira Knightley didn't know there was going to be sequels to this movie, and so she did a movie the year before this came out called Domino, and she cut her own hair, so her hair was really short. So she had to wear hair extensions in this movie because the, oh. she literally came in. To, for them to get her back into this role and they're like we got nothing to work with here because you can see there's actually videos of her training doing sword training and um just stuff to prep for the movie and she literally has but i think i have longer hair than her at that point so (laughs) yeah i was was gonna say at least this wasn't done during by disney during the mcu thing because they would just cg the rest of her hair in (laughs) oh no oh no no, no, that was DC that did that. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, with, the, must- one, with the mustache. Yeah, it would be like the Henry Cavill mustache. Let <laughs> me get my people mixed up. Look at that. Hey, gosh. So I can't oh, even... God. I have a mustache, so I couldn't even pretend to do what... How goofy he... He just looked like he was tucking his lip into his... Pete, I'm Superman. <laughs> <laughs> just leave him with the fucking mustache! I would have loved mustache a mustache ride, Superman. <laughs> oh. Hey, Lois, who was the mustache ride? There's a scene in that movie where they like are fooling around in the bathtub, and I'm just like, I just want the, the line should have been, You ready for that mustache ride, Lois? Yes! <laughs> Fuck yes. My apologies for if anyone hears the ice in my glass. Oh, I hear the ice. I think it's it's, it's atmospheric. Hey, I have a I have a metal straw in a can. I have it pinned to the side so you cannot hear it because it's loud. <laughs> Right, the ambiance. It's like it's like a uh, movie plot breakdown <laughs> plus ASMR. 
You're getting the whole package here, everybody. <laughs> Just wait till the heavy breathing comes in later, guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, grab the lube. Oh, my God. This, like, is, <laughs> this was the highest grossing film of 2006, and it was the fastest film to hit a billion dollars. It took 63 days. At that time, it was the fastest to uh, make it there. It's Johnny Depp, of course, back as Jack Sparrow and his performance. I I mean, to be honest, right. th these first three movies were the pinnacle Depp uh, when it comes to Jack Sparrow. When we get to the fourth and fifth film, it, you start to see a, a, a huge change in the way that he performs the character, especially in the fifth one. Uh, but we won't go too deep into that now. It's a good thing I hadn't seen those yet. Honestly, I thought some, uh, some of his quirks were kind of diminished even noticeably between the first and second film. Yeah, I think it was, I mean, mostly, I mean, it could have just been, yeah, the year. It took, I mean, it was, what, a four-year difference between, the, or three-year difference between the first two. Mm -hmm. And he now has the Black Pearl, so his maybe he had to change the way he acts i don't i don't know i didn't i didn't feel that but i mean i i get it maybe they just well, didn't give him enough quirky stuff to do maybe you want to play a little straighter yeah because because the because the tone of the film yeah realistically so yeah. all right well let's go around and talk about our thoughts on this movie let's uh start with angela yes bus first don't they have me into the bus then. they didn't have buses we're showing you in front of the ship oh oh that would that'd be painful. Just push it out of the way. <laughs> yes, push push a huge ship out of the way. Sure. Um, I will. You guys will probably um, boo me for this, but I actually like this one better than the first one. Okay. I actually don't. I don't hate that opinion. I do, but I'm going to be quiet about it. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm but care. I, I have like. I have always been obsessed with pirates and the Kraken. In portraying people as creatures, like fantasy creatures, like like they do in this, yeah, I I adore it. Like I love Johnny Depp aside, you know, it's typical Jack Sparrow, but I love Bill Nye, love Davy Jones. I I just oh, I love it. Like you can't go, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with it. So, I love the the introduction of, you know, Bootstrap Bill. I thought, I thought they did his character well. I'm what about sorry. the man in the wall? That yeah. was really cool. Wyvern. Yep. That was. But see, I like, I like stuff like that. That is, it's, been like a not a secret obsession. I just don't talk about it much because people are like, "Ew, you're weird." Just let's just watch. So I just kind of keep that one to myself but yeah like that's always been like an obsession so let's just let's just talk about one piece we'll get sean on here for movie dumpster <laughs> cover all 1000 plus episodes it'll be fine it'll be great it'll be three okay. years later and you're still talking about it like i feel so old now all i see is little man with straw hat ah. stretch gumu gumu no Never mind. <laughs> I do listen. I'm gonna say this it's still going, and I remember reading that manga when I was like 16 years old or 17 years old. It's still going when we got together, and you and your brother were like so 
you were so far into it already. Pirates, bro. It's dope as fuck. But fun. then... Pirates are Part awesome. of the cards. I tried to start watching it, like, right where they were at. And I'm like, you were, like, 100 episodes in or something. She's probably watching. still working like... the fucking grand line. Anyway. Sorry. I'm like, what is this? I'm diverting this conversation. It's pirates. It's relevant. Only a little bit. There's fish people in that, too. Yeah. So. But, but yeah, that's my my take. We're folk. Sorry. <laughs> um, you gotta say it right. Uh, anyway, um, I enjoyed this movie. I, I think I, I pretty much at most of what she said, I agree with. You know, Davy Jones is, and what you said to Parker, Davy Jones is a great villain. I, I like how he was, he was, it's, I mean, sorry guys, I'll bump a little bit into the next one, but he's a two-part villain. Like, I think he's just too good to just be like a one-off. And like, what are you going to do? Have a villain for this, have a separate villain for that, and a separate villain for the third one? Like, come on. Well, you know, other stuff happens, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyhow, um, but like, I, I like, I like the, the handling of Bootstrap being brought in, which helps Orlando's character. And then, you know, Jack's still doing his thing. And it's just, even the way it starts, it does not start the way you would expect, which we'll talk about shortly. And it's, it's just a fun movie. Uh, I know we didn't talk about her much, but uh, Naomi Harris. Oh, yes, Tia. I did not. I did not mention her. Yep. I would have. There's so many people to keep track yeah. of. Her, her portrayal is cool. Even though it's not big, like I love the way she does the character. Uh, the settings are great. It, it's, it's a fun movie. I still think I like the original a little bit more just for pacing. And I think maybe just nostalgia, even though this is the one that I've seen in theaters as opposed to the first one. But I just, I just, I think they're both paced well. I don't feel either movie drags. You put them in and you watch them and they're good. They just go yeah. and you don't, you know, they're enjoyable movies. Uh, but it, it's just I, something about the first one I just really like. And it could have, it would have been a great self-contained story. And I don't mind that they did more because I, we wouldn't have got this character. But it's a great movie. I think the effects look good. It may be a little bit more noticeable, like the cracking and stuff during the daytime. But I thought all the the fish people and stuff were good. There are some good practical effects. Some some surprising amount of uh, gores and gore and interesting kills they managed to get away with in a PG thirteen film. Uh, with the dude that got pulled out of the cannon hole. That was the movie. I completely it wasn't forgot even about just that. that. It was the fact that the two guys are standing next to the hole. Just they know what's happening, and they're just like, "Oh my god, oh they my god!" It. You just see the feet, feet and you just... hear it. You're like, <laughs> "Yeah, oh dude, no, no!" That and the the prisoner in the cell with the eyeball in the cage with the eyeball, the ravens. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, they got away with that." Dude, it's yeah. just yeah. there's some really good atmospheric shots, and there's some really good set pieces. And even the when they do practical, there's not like, but just like the the some of the gore, like I said, and, and the the makeup and stuff, and the costumes and stuff is all really great, like it was before. And then you have Ridley over there, like this isn't real. This didn't happen. <laughs> this isn't. This, this isn't real. This is fiction, this right? Is, like, yeah, this is fiction. Like he had he had to. Uh, but it's it's good. tell himself that. I, I thought the new big the other new villain for the East India Trading Company he doesn't really do a whole lot in this movie and like you said he kind of his performance is kind of a little sleepy um but other than that I mean but he doesn't really do a lot he's the, just like he's, I'm supposed he to plays be a dignified he plays a way bigger part in the third one yeah he's like I'm supposed to be the the dignified asshole of this and be all pompous and things and not emote yeah like he's the villain but he's the villain in the background where Davy Jones is the villain of this movie because yeah because it's it's mostly Davy Jones versus Jack, and everyone is just there, 
Yeah. Like they're just yeah. part of the repercussions of Jack's actions. Yeah, which yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah. But um yeah, it's it's good. The the music's really good as as it's been mm-hmm. in these other movies. But yeah, that that's it. I can't say anything else. It's it's a great movie. So Yeah, I mean, I always I remember seeing like lists of like the all the pirates movies ranked and this one was always close to the bottom for some reason and I always was baffled at that. And rewatching it today, like I love the introduction Davy Jones, of course. I just I love that character so much. I think he's just awesome. I wish they could flesh him out more. I wish he didn't like the way that he ends. I I I liked it, but I didn't. But we'll talk about that more next week. I thought there were some parts that kind of dragged out. I I think the Cannibal Island was a little bit too drawn out. I I think it just took way too long to get through that. There was way too much. There was like all of Jack's like interactions with the natives was just like too much. Like I understand there's like he, he is like, he brings some comedic elements to his performance, but I feel there was just some moments where it's just like, it wasn't funny. And that, that scene in particular where he's like interacting with them and then him trying to escape and, the whole thing, like the whole thing of them swinging in the bone cages, that took way too long. Like everything that yeah. happens on this island took way too long to happen. I wish it was just Jack got captured on this island. They come, they rescue him, they they get out. But instead, there's just so much extra shit that I feel like just didn't need to happen. I could agree with that. I could agree um, with that. I I do like the introduction of Beckett. I think he eventually becomes a a good villain. But in this movie, he's just. Like, especially the actor, there's just some scenes where they show him and he's just like, I'm like, is he, does he know that the camera's going? Like, hey, buddy, there's a Wake scene up. here. <laughs> you did not hear Wake the up. little clack. Wake up. Oh, I know you heard it. One other thing I want to mention is a character I thought was much better in this movie than the last one is Norrington. Yes. Got way better. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the reason Norrington is who he is in the first one is because he yeah. is a high-ranking officer. He has yeah. to be that way to kind of show yeah. his power. But you're seeing now a more vulnerable Norrington who yeah. is at his worst now. He's at the bottom. Yeah. He's hit He's rock desperate. bottom. It's yeah, good. there's times where he is literally covered in fucking shit. Like there are mm-hmm. scenes where he's got just dried shit in his hair, but he still comes off very like proper when he talks yeah oh yeah like that never goes away and he's still in love with uh elizabeth good for him yeah never loses the love but i yeah i mean this is still a a really fun i love this franchise it's not even just the the original three i just have fun with all of them i think the practical effects are always great to see like them actually being on these huge ass pirate ships and the way that they were able to like the jungle scenes are like, they're actually filming in the jungle. Like there is actually yeah. scenes like the, the scene when the bone cage drops into the water, they actually had to swim to that location to film. Like there was no other way of getting to that location to film that shot. So they literally That's had awesome. to swim down these channels uh, on a, one of the islands that they, I don't remember which island they filmed on for this, but they filmed on uh, Palos Verdes, St. Vincent, which they did on the last one, uh, and the Grenadines, um, the Dominica, uh, Dominica and the Bahamas. So they made sure to keep it as authentic as possible. Um, but yeah, this that is still... whole area, though, was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Like, when gorgeous. they looked 
when they looked up to see if they were still chasing them. Yep. That was that was, was beautiful. Gorgeous. That was very cool. I'm glad to hear. I mean, it looked like it was filmed on location. I'm glad to know yeah. that it actually was. Yeah. This movie looked visually better than the first one, like, and not just a little bit drastically. Like this looked, like the first one looked like, um, like a theme park ride. Like it looked like it was a theme park ride. When this yeah. one looks like a, uh, like we're in this world. Like I, I see what you're the, saying. The colors. The, the shots, the environments, everything just looked way better in this one. I do like the first one slightly better, but I think Davy Jones just almost, just him being in this movie just almost gets him. And, and those Kraken scenes and that music, um, the Kraken, it's literally the, the song that plays when the Kraken attacks is called Kraken. And that song, the organ, it gives yeah, me yeah. chills as it's just tearing these ships apart. Oh, man. God, it's so good. Uh, the music was done by Hans Zimmer in this one, yes. and he would do the third one as well. He would take over from the last composer. But I said that he, they worked together on a lot of other stuff, so he just took what he had already what had already been given, and uh, just just gave us more. Like that Kraken song alone is just like ah, so good. Oh man, can't disagree, man. Can't disagree. But yeah, um, I, I yeah, this movie's great. Let's hop into this plot. So. This uh, this movie opens up to a very wet wedding. A pirate top. <laughs> I have to bring pirates into it. Yeah, who doesn't love? You are. Who doesn't pirate. love pirates? Yar har fiddly dee. Oh, Being a pirate is all right with me. Do what you want, because a pirate is free. You are a pirate. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Do you know what that's from? No. Lazy Town. Never watched the show, 4chan. Thank you very much. <laughs> the uh, late, I, the only late thing years. I know about Lazy Town is the vi- like the villain of that show. And there's yes. a song that they remixed from that show. Yes. It's so good. We are number one. We are yes. number one. So good. So good, dude. But that, so that but it's sad. The guy who played that dude. I don't remember what his character's name was, but he, he passed away. I it escapes me. Somebody is in somebody on the internet will tell us. Yeah. I can't remember his name. So yeah, so this movie opens up to a wet wedding, ruined, because Will and Li- Elizabeth get arrested. But Not you get the like good the kind of wet wedding. yeah, you get the no, lots, no, lots, it wasn't lots. the one, the one that after you actually get married, that wet wedding. Yeah, no. Not the wedding night. That didn't happen. Yeah, like macaroni and cheese. But <laughs> I, I like the shot. I like how they show her. You know, you know, she's upset. She's like sitting in the rain, yes. and uh, you see Will getting taken out in handcuffs. And you figure out that he get they get arrested for the actions of the fir- end of the first movie of for letting Jack escape. Consequences. Yeah, finally caught up with you. Yep, a lot and of that. Couldn't have movies. waited until after the wedding. Yep, and that's when we and meet Lord Beckett. He is. He uh, like a oh, he. I mean, he literally has the same tone of voice the entire movie. There's no. He doesn't get mad. He doesn't like it's one tone the entire time. But he's our new villain. And he is just like naughty naughty. You're gonna you're gonna, you know, meet the hangman's noose. So we then see Gibbs, he's on the Black Pearl, and he's drunkenly singing about a dead man's chest. I was like, ah, it's in the title of the movie. In the movie. <laughs> drop. Ah, it's not the first, it's not the last time they say dead man's chest either. Nope. 
We then go to this creepy ass island. It's a prison island, I'm guessing. And there is literally crows munching on dudes' eyeballs inside of cages. Yeah. It's um it's it's a rough place. They're just tossing dead bodies into the ocean in coffins, by the way. Like, okay. Fuck them. <laughs> they just throw them in the water. Like, right? yeah, fuck them. No, no box. The just in the water. The sharks are gonna get them anyways. Get down here and chum some of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So I love it though when they throw the coffin into the water and you just see the coffin floating and then the crow lands on it and then it just gets blasted. And it's just like and Jack gets out. He get he you know puts on all of his stuff and then I love it. He just he's trying to find a th- somehow to row this coffin and he just snaps the yeah. leg off of the body. Hey, thanks, guy. Just start rowing away. You don't need this. Oh, so funny. Uh, he gets back to the Black Pearl and they're just like, "Where the hell is the treasure that you said that was there?" And he's like, "Oh, I got something even better." And just takes out a picture of a key and they're just like, "That's better." what he's like oh wait 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 you don't know what this opens and like it's just a picture of a key yeah and then um the monkey steals the picture and he shoots it uh the monkey is undead in this and i questioned why and then i figured out that there was a post-credit scene at the end of the first one oh well we missed that Uh, we missed that the monkey steals uh one of the gold pieces which keep keeps him undead that's why the monkey is the only one who is still undead. I literally, when the when we get later, when we get to the scene where Jack gives, uh, what's her name? Is it Tia? Tia. Yeah. yeah, it gives her the monkey. He's like undead monkey and shoots it. And I'm just sitting there like, why is it still undead? That's what I thought. <laughs> and I, I like, looked it up and I looked that? it up and I guess there was a post credit scene at the end of the original or the end of the first one. And I was like, okay, well, uh, good to know. Admittedly, admittedly, that wasn't the style at the time. No, but there is a post-credit scene in this one too. Well, I didn't know that either. <laughs> but we'll talk about that at the end. Weird because I let we just let it go. I let it play. You had walked away, and I'd let it play. It's because the cat because... was outside. Oh, because I no, the first one. I was oh. I let it go because I liked listening to the music, and the credits just stopped. Oh, and there was some... on Disney Plus. It it literally takes. I think the post-credit scene is like a five second clip and i watch them on disney plus i have them like i have the dvds but like disney plus has them in 4k so i'm like i have yeah. i have disney plus i might as well watch it there but yes, i have it just in case well, there you go uh so yeah he's not winning over the crew with all the shenanigans here he's like they're like uh dude you got to produce something good or uh you're gonna have another mutiny on your hands and you're gonna lose this ship so we then go back and we see beckett he brings in Will and he tasks Will to get Jack back. Well, mostly he t- tasks him to go get his compass. And um, we also see that Beckett was the one who left him the pirate mark on the burn on his arm. Yep. I'm like, oh, cool connections. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack runs into an old friend when he's getting uh, some rum. You see that he uh, the that's when he sees bootstrap for the first time in a while. You know, he tells him about how he owes a debt to Davy Jones and Jack kind of just brushes it off as he probably has brushed this debt off for a while. Yep. So you come to find out that Davy Jones, I guess the black pearl sank and Davy Jones rose it from the depths and gave Jack 
the ship back and said you have 13 years to he was supposed to collect souls like he was supposed to help davy jones do his job which is collect souls and uh fun fact the reason davy jones looks the way he does is because he wasn't doing his job Mm. fun fact yeah which it was something that they mentioned in the third one but i figured i'll mention it now yeah. So, yeah. so Davy Jones and the legend of Davy Jones is is a wild one because there's different things. So like the Flying Dutchman is not necessarily connected to Davy Jones and legends. Uh, the Flying Dutchman is actually just a legend on its own. It's just a, a, a legend of a ship that cannot that never can make port, which is something that they uh, mentioned in this, how he can't make port for like 10 years. But Davy Jones, there's a bunch of different legends about Davy Jones. So first one was Davy Jones Locker which is just when it, it's just kind of the a pirate's afterlife. Like when a, if you go down with your ship or if you die at sea, that's where you go. Did you have something Listen, to say, Dan? I do. I'm sorry. When I'm watching the movie, I'm like, I'm in this. I'm taking it seriously. When you're telling me this, I'm just like seeing flashes of SpongeBob. every I do it. I And do like, it. it's like the thing. Wait, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to derail this for a second. Where... It was the episode where SpongeBob's outside running this Squidward that that the sky had a baby from a cereal box, and it was the <laughs> anchor from the Flying Dutchman fell into his house, and they go in there to like let him have it, and Squidward's gonna bitch at him for it, and he's like, <laughs> "What was all that stuff you were saying about his ship being dirty?" And then the Flying Dutchman's like, "You know, calling a, sh- a man's ship dirty is worse than insulting a man's ship is worse than insulting his mother." He's like, "No, it was his mother you were saying was dirty," and I just. <laughs> And then Davy Jones's locker is in one of the episodes, but it's actually the singer Davy Jones. Yes, which when you yes. type in Davy Jones in Google, it's the first thing that pops up is the yes! singer Davy Jones. Yeah. Yes. No, because yeah. as soon as Parker said "Flying Dutchman," all I can see is it's the SpongeBob, whole yeah. the whole scene was 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 SpongeBob. was he named Davy Jones in SpongeBob? No, no, he was just the Flying Dutchman. Yeah. as was his ship, but he okay. was just the yeah, Flying Dutchman. Right, right. Because he doesn't know how to tie his shoes. He just wears a sock on his ghostly tail. Anyway, no. But no, one more thing. I'm going to see if anybody knows this reference. Does anybody remember... Does anybody remember... You guys might remember Johnny Quest from the 60s, right? Do you know of Johnny Quest from the 60s? There was a run of Johnny Quest from the early 2000s. And I remember, if somebody else can remember this fucking episode, there was a pirate on there, and it was his name was Black Jack Lee. I just want to know if anybody knows this fucking episode of this show. Because it used to be on Ass Crack at Dawn in the morning before school. And I very vividly remember that episode, but somebody else helped me out. I, I, I was watching Saved by the Bell before school. What? I was watching Saved by the Bell before school. Yeah, of course you were. <laughs> Carry on. It came this from derailed. 7 to 7.30. Fucking hate to say, but I, built, I knew my fun was over when Saved by the Bell and fucking Seinfeld came on because it was oh. after the Simpsons and shit. I know. I was just a cartoon guy. I did not watch live no. action shit as a no, kid. No, it was time to go to bed when MASH came on. Oh, God. MASH was on after Simpsons. I was like, son of a bitch. I mean, I watched, the Simpsons. I watched the Simpsons every day, but I also watched Me the too. Seinfeld every day. <laughs> See, I, I just didn't and watch live action stuff. Yeah. When as I got older, I started enjoying Friends. Though I heard Seinfeld was good, I knew was uh, the other show. one. Frasier was good. Frasier was good. Seinfeld was the show about nothing. It was. Yeah, apparently. Even though Jerry Seinfeld later would come out and be like, "No, it it was it, it was a show about something." Yeah. <laughs> it was Which just is fair. a joke of it, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to have some kind of context. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, so D- uh, Davy Jones' locker was just a yeah, it's like an afterlife type thing. You go down, you die in uh, at sea, and that's where you go. 
Um, the Flying Dutchman had its own thing. And then Davy Jones has like a bunch of different legends where it, one of them was, there was a guy named Davy Jones who was a pub owner in uh, England who literally would like steal very drunk patrons and then just like throw them in his like beer cellar and then would just give them to ships as like free labor. Oh, okay. Which is, uh, which is kind of what the, what Davy Jones job is in the, in these films. His, his job is he is tasked with ferrying souls to the afterlife. That's what Davy Jones is supposed to do, but because he doesn't do it, he looks like a squid or an octopus. So is that so that is that when he like hey come on my ship and I'll just postpone your death for a hundred years or whatever that's kind of like fucking everything up for yeah, him. So no, well they're not they're, him they're immortal. Like the the I know that he is him and his crew are pretty much immortal. Like they I know like they can still be hurt but they don't die. And the more um, growth that a crew member has the higher up they are on the crew like the the longer they've been there so like you have some crew yeah. like uh bootstrap he's still very human like he's he's got stuff growing on him but he's still a human but then you have a dude the like david jones right hand man is literally a hammerhead shark like i yeah. love yeah. i love he's that so good. and the fact that he's hunched like a shark looks so i'm good. like that was so mm-hmm. cool so it's I will mention a little bit more next week because they do <clears throat> Tia mentioned talks about the legend and like why he is who he is. But I figured Devil. I'd mention it now because yeah. it's good to know. Devil fruit powers. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, Jack gets warned that he is coming for him. This is when we see some sailors uh picking up Jack's hat out of the water and they're like, Haha, look at me, I'm a pirate. I thought they were French, but I guess they're Greek. Or no, they were um, Cy- from Cyprus. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Just Which like, is Greek, howdy, right? Howdy, Cyprus. Howdy, howdy, Cy- howdy. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Good call, dear. I like that. <laughs> Good old Jim Barney. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, so yeah, they're messing around with that until they hear, they hear something. And that's when they're like freaking out. They're like trying to get rid of the hat, but it's too late. But this one is a quick one where you just see the ship and then it just gets just gets eaten by the yeah. sea. I like, I like how you don't even see the Kraken. No. Except for like in the water, you see like a glimpse of it like it's coming, like up coming through. through. Like, yeah, yeah that's so, it. It's that's such cool. a cool shot. So we then go back to Will. He's looking for Jack. Finds his ship on a remote island. It is beached. And I'm like, how the fuck did they get this off the beach later? <laughs> like, did the tide come in real yeah. fast and high? And that's yeah. what it was like. Two guys. S- as soon as those people were chasing him, they're like, we could get it out. Sweet. <laughs> but oh, Will is quickly captured as he is messing around, um, trying to, he's like following a line and stuff like that. And we then find out that Jack is like the leader in quotations of this tribe. Uh, but then you find, <laughs> he's got the eyes painted on his, yes. his, uh, his eyelids. And then he opens it. It's just it, it, very jarring at first. When he does it, I'm curious. During this whole scene, am I the only one that thought of Ace Ventura too? Yes, hundred nope. percent. Every time uh, I see I'm, the scene, yeah, <laughs> you are definitely not the only uh, one. I was just like no. every time I see, just no. It's like, ah! 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 You're showing. <laughs> Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> yes. Do not touch 
Voodoo. Because <laughs> yes. he gets called White Devil. God, that movie's so good. And the hair. God, that movie's so good. <laughs> we got to do those two. Oh, we do oh, need to do that. So good. Roads are pretty rough around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> yeah, we, do. we do that in the van sometimes. And oh. the whole, the whole oh. thing with the, the perf- damn it, where he, they're looking at the slideshows and he's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> The one we always thank you. I love that scene. The one I always we always do at work is the uh, don't mind me, just a curious little rhino. Warm. (laughs) I love it, dude. Okay, so I gotta say that I gotta talk about really fast. The owner of our company has a I mentioned this probably before has a dinosaur suit, like one you actually get inside. It's like a ten thousand dollar dinosaur suit. I shit you not. Like mechanical heads. It's legit. I've been in it and everything. And every time I'm in it or one of the dude has to get in it, I just think, please tell me you have a tiny fan like Ace Ventura. Like, have you birthed yourself out of the back of this dinosaur yet? Is this raptor taking a shit yet? (laughs) I have to get pictures of it posted online. All right. Well, back to this. Yes, the movie. I forgot. <laughs> so Elizabeth, you know, she got arrested earlier, so she's in she's in jail. She uh, she gets rescued by her father, and we then get uh, she steals the letters of Marquis that Beckett has. He actually she steals them and then has him sign them, which is supposed to like give uh, is it her like them a pardon and like Jack is supposed to become like a privateer. Which is literally sure. just a pirate who, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, a privateer is just a pirate who is controlled by the government. It's a yeah. licensed pirate. Yeah, li- yeah, I have a <laughs> license to do this. Yes. Okay, fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah, and then um, it's funny if you you have to look real good because like I like noticed it right at the end of the scene where she's talking to Beckett about the whole thing. Of course, she has a gun on him too, and there's a there was a soldier standing outside of of the room, like on the outside, not the, the door she comes in, but like on the patio or the, the deck outside there. I saw a dude in like the red petticoat and then it shows it again. Like it, it cuts to a different shot and then shot, sh- shoots back to that spot and he's gone. I was like, did somebody, was somebody just standing there on accident? And then the next time they shot it, like, Oh shit. Damn it, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, get out of the shot. Yes, yeah. right, it was maybe the best one like, we had, so we had to keep it. There, there might have been like maybe the guys like <laughs> there she goes, go get her, dude. I'm gonna pay. I don't get paid oh, enough for this. It's above my pay grade. Yeah, above the pay grade. That's it. We also, we, I I forgot to mention that Will visits Elizabeth before he goes off to find Jack, and uh, the, there's a shot of the governor actually breaking a candle thing off of the wall, which is reminiscent to what Will does in their house in the first one. Yeah, it's kind of like a they, callback. Nice. So we then see Pintel and Rigetti. Uh, they're back and they have the key dog. So the only reason I mentioned that last scene is because the governor was looking for him. He's like, where's that yeah. dog with the key? <laughs> and that's when they find the pearl and they're like, jackpot. Got to get this. It's ours. I don't see anybody around. Free game. Yep. Free real estate. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> yes. It's free real estate. <laughs> free real estate. Uh, so yeah, these, this shot here though is miniature work. Uh, like when they, it, the pearl's not there. Like it's, it's like when it's like forced perspective shot, they shot the the two guys and then they shot the miniature made it look big. Cause like that, imagine, 
having a giant ship like that just beached. And then they're like, how the fuck are we getting this out? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Will Ferrell and Elf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jack, he tries to escape. He like messes around. He's like, he distracts the, the tribe into doing something. He runs off and then he ends up getting caught. Uh, I love when he like finds the East, uh, East Indian trading company shaker. And yeah. then he walks out and they're all outside the shack and he just sprinkles on the paprika. Yep. Seasoning. And uh, that's when we also see the rest of the crew are in these like bone cages that are, it's just dangling off of a cliff. You have uh, Will Gibbs and like that, like the core original crew in one. And then you have like other, the other part of the Black Pearl crew, which was the, I'm, I don't want to get this wrong, but they they were from I'm guessing India. I'm somewhere. assuming, yeah, in the that area. Uh, but these were the guys that were giving Jack shit when he came back to the ship with no treasure earlier, and so the whole thing is like, whoever gets up to the top first, you know, pretty much is going to be able to get free. So they have to like crawl up. They have for us have to swing to get onto the cliff and then have to climb up the cliff. I guess uh, MythBusters tested this and i guess it, it just couldn't it couldn't happen they would never have gotten enough momentum to actually get to the to reach the side of the cliff i'm just curious it's like this just seems needlessly complicated yeah this is what this is my problem with the movie it yeah th- this took way too long <laughs> you know jack's whole situation takes way too long it just i just wish they could they could have shaved i mean this movie was just two and a half hours they could have shaved an extra 10, 15 minutes yeah. off this thing. Yeah, and like, even just the setup, like, why don't you just have them locked in cages? Yeah. Why is that to be a bone cage dangling over a cliff, like, needlessly complicated? Anyway, it, I know it's all for spectacle. Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it's it. all visuals. It's, just, it's all like, oh, that looks really cool. But, uh, so, the uh, one crew, they, they rush too much, and uh, they get, they fall to their deaths. The other crew get up. The guy grabs a snake. Yes. <laughs> I would say Indiana Jones moment, but Dan's never seen Indiana Jones, so the reference wouldn't make any sense to him. I'll just um, say Lost World. That's fine. The guy who is infatuated with dinosaurs is just like, Snake! T-Rex! Oh! Even though it's um, like right there. But anyway, yeah, never mind. So We've done this before. Uh, so they get to the top of the cliff, and we get the lion lifted like a lady's skirt, and I went, oh boy. <laughs> was the style at the time i just thought it was like disney they're like it takes place in the 1700s okay that's what that was normal talk back then (laughs) right this wasn't the time when ever you'd get canceled for everything just yet they're about a decade too early for that i just want somebody to yell woke while listening to this episode please woke please so yeah jack narrowly escapes but he should have died he literally is tied up because he's going to get barbecued. He's going to get rotisseried and he escapes and runs. And then he gets some fruit. Like there was one scene where he like runs into a couple ladies and then like screams at them and runs straight at them. It gets a bunch of shit attached to the pole, which like weighs him down a little bit. Yeah. They're throwing shit at him. Yeah. And then he, he, well, he falls, he falls from a very tall height from the top of that cliff. But the the reason he survives somehow is he crashes through all those drawbridges or the 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 wooden bridges there, the wooden and somehow bridges. that saves him from shattering every bone in his body. 
I mean, that last one was way up there. Oh like, my god! That it's... falling flat on your back, he would have broken something. Oh yeah, he's he's dead, absolutely dead. Thank goodness his back broke his fall. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, the the, the uh, first crew they get to the ship, they get it all set up, and they're like, "Oh, where's Jack? Oh, I don't know. We got to go though." Until they t- will turns and sees that Jack's getting chased by the entire tribe. Yeah. And somehow, as soon as the tribe gets to them, the boat is able to set sail. And you're like, oh, well, that was convenient. And I like how the tribe is like sad. There's like people like, no, come back. Because they think he's a god. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they talk about. Sacrifice and eat you. Yes, we need you. So, yeah, they need to get the key. And uh, they need. He also needs the will needs to the, the compass. So this is when we see that uh, Elizabeth has ventured onto a ship herself. She, of course, changed, so she kind of blends into the crew, but her dress is just left on the, the deck of the ship, so they think mm-hmm. it's a ghost. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, my God. They're, like, going through this whole ordeal. I love it where they sh- they see him in the cabin. They, she attaches it to, like, a whole system where it's, like, swinging outside and it's swinging out on the deck and then it's like pointing and she sets like a whole thing yes. with a fire that says tortuga yes what's that which i guess uh the font used for that was is like the classic disney font i guess that's what it's called oh okay at yeah. least it wasn't comic sans like <laughs> right and of course where they're like we got to find her there's a there's a woman on this ship we got to find her and uh most likely she's going to be naked and everybody's like oh boy naked lady naked lady on the ship gibbs tells the tale of the kraken so i guess the actual pronunciation of kraken or of the kraken is kraken but the but gibbs actor uh what's his name again kevin mcnally he pronounced it Kraken because he is the first person to actually say it in the movie. And so they were like, oh, fuck, we got to, I guess we got to go with this way. But I guess it's actually supposed to be called Kraken. I don't like it. I like Kraken. That's Better the way that I've way. always said it. That's the way I've always said it. So That's whatever. The way I've always said it too. Also, fun fact um, the reference for the Kraken for this movie, because there was no actual reference point for them when they were designing it. Uh, they took it from the original Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah. Ah, Odaku. Yep. Yes. There you go, Dan. Like, always got some Godzilla. It, it, wants the, it wants the sleepy juice, dude. So they get Kong to go to sleep. So, I always get that mixed up. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, Karen. But no, they have to go visit uh, Tia Dalma. And so they got to go up river. And that's when Gibbs talks about the Kraken. And that, uh, yeah, it's, it's Davy Jones' pet, pretty much. And it's it destroys all ships with like nobody left alive. So we meet Diadolma, played by who did who 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 played her again? Naomi, Naomi Harris. Harris. Naomi Harris. Why why did I completely miss her? So when she was cast in this, uh she was I think it was um the director didn't want her because she they he thought she was too young. And so her mom actually had to come to the audition with her uh, to kind of okay it. And then they just liked the way that she, and she was actually her dialect coach. She actually taught her how to, to do the accent. Oh. Yeah. Because she's actually British. She definitely didn't look young. No? 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 
I mean, she's 46 now, so that movie came out. This is 16 years old, right? Am I doing math right? 17 years old? Sure. So 17 years she's old. in her 20s. Sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, she, um, I, I thought she did a great job with this character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she does an even better job in the, uh, in the third one. Yeah, I mean, we already answered the question of why the monkey is still undead, but uh, there's also a little teaser for what you see at the end a little early, if you can figure it out. When he, she, yeah. when Jack releases the monkey, the monkey goes into a room and attaches himself to a leg. And, um, yeah, so you kind of figure out whose leg that is later on. So leg. the key that they are looking for is to the chest of Davy Jones. Uh, it stores his heart because... He was in love, and um, it, he was his heart was broken. He didn't want to feel the feeling of love anymore, so he cut out his own heart. And the whole thing is like if if someone stabs the heart of Davy Jones, they become the captain of the Flying Dutchman, and that's what oh, Jack okay. wants because Jack has a debt that he needs to pay to Davy Jones. And so his thing is, well, if I get his heart and stab it, I take control of the Flying Dutchman, and you know, I don't have to pay that debt off. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a lot of make somebody else do it, or yeah. you can use it for negotiation fodder. That's true. That that I don't. That may not have been his goal. I don't think that was his. I, I it might have been. He could have threatened Davy Jones with it. Just been like, hey, either you clear my debt, or I will kill you. So we find out that Davy Jones has the key. He holds it close to where his heart once was. This is where you, uh, the black spot that is on uh, Jack's hand, this is when they notice it. And I love the whole thing, the black spot. Black spot! Where they like, sp- they like spin around then, a couple times and then they spit on the floor. Yeah, yeah oh, that's good. <laughs> I, just Always, love, they, I just love Will's reaction because he has no idea of all these like weird superstitions. Yeah. He's just like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> Gibbs is always spot on with him, dude. Oh, just so on good. point. I feel I feel like Gibbs is the one that is the the rememberer of everything. Like when they need to do something, he's just like. But I like how it. Jack always like undermines him with all of his knowledge. Like Gibbs yep. has all the right knowledge, and Jack is just like, oh, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I think you're wrong, but I'm not gonna I, say that. Probably you should probably listen to to him. Yeah, listen. You, yeah, you find out though that the black mark. On Jack is kind of like a tracker. And like Jones pretty much knows where he is at all times. And then I love when he gets the jar of dirt and, and uh, she gives it to him. And he's like, it's a, it's a jar of dirt. He's like, well, if you don't want it, give it back. And he's like, no, it's my jar of dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got the jar of dirt. Oh, that, that, the part later is so funny. So this is the whole thing is they get back onto the Black Pearl. Their whole plan is they're going to send will to the flying dutchman to retrieve the key and um i love the whole thing where he's just like well what do i say if i get captured he's like i'll just say you know you're paying off jack jack sparrow's debt and, and will is just like is that supposed to help me <laughs> i gotta I, i'm not feeling too confident about this one so he goes over to the ship that's like been it's like shipwrecked and my, and my wife walks into the room. She's like, aren't they in the middle of the ocean? I'm like, no, nah, not here. This is like, this is pretty close to shore, I believe. Like, it, or they, it, it's crashed on rocks. So yeah, it's yeah. not like, you know, it wouldn't have sank. 
but you're at first i think uh will thinks that this is the the dutchman he's like oh this doesn't seem too bad and then you find like the one guy who's just like everyone who's just still alive is just like <gasps> like still trying to do work on the ship it's like your ship is destroyed man like it's it's gone it's 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 done and the dude's just like ah. dude put the <laughs> dick down man good god and this is when you meet the dutchman you see it uh do you see it rise out of the ocean in this part yeah it comes it yeah oh, such a cool. yeah i love the design of the flying dutchman the whole yeah. the front of it and uh just how it's like covered in it's like covered in just algae and just all of yes. anything that grows in the ocean it's what's covered yeah. in the ship and you see all the crewmen they start they like literally morph out of the shipwrecked ship and then uh davy jones's entrance is a little bit better than uh barbosa's in the first one but yeah. not that much better it's still kind of yeah. not as dramatic i i wish it was just for some reason, the fourth one just still has the best entrance of a villain of any of the Pirates movies. Now we have something to look forward to. Yeah, we'll get to it. I won't I won't spoil it, but it's it's a great one. But yeah, we meet the crew of the Dutchman and Davy Jones, and Davy Jones is just so cool. And Fuck Bill yeah. and Bill Nye's voice is just fantastic. Yeah. So Bill Nye is not Scottish, I believe. I believe he is English. He is. But he decided to do the the Scottish accent yeah. for yeah he's from Liverpool, uh, but he's yeah. decided to do a Scottish accent for uh, Davy Jones uh, initially. Um, Gore Verbinski wanted him to be Dutch because he is the captain of the Flying Dutchman, but he was like, "I'm not doing that. I will be Scottish." And they're like, "Sure, <laughs> go with it. Do what you got to do." Man. And it's so good. I you I think what's so good about his performance is not just his line deliveries, but it's his little mannerisms. Like anytime you see his face, he's always, he's got like weird twitches on his, like when he's yes. talking and like when he gets angry, yep. like corners of his mouth and little, in weird yes. ways. And, and oh, like his, so cool. his little, the, the little part that goes down in the middle of his lip, yeah. it just. And he's like spitting water all the time. And, yeah. Oh, so yeah. cool. Like his tentacles on his face are constantly doing things and. One one arm is a crab is like a crab claw, and the other one is fingers, normal fingers, but he also has tentacles that are uh, attached to him. Yes. Yeah. And I guess, um, according to I, I didn't know this because you never really see his legs, but I guess one of his legs is like supposed to be solid whalebone, like it's a peg leg made out of whalebone. Oh. You see it when he's coming up. Yeah. You see the you shot see from it. his leg when he's coming up, or when he's during his first his introduction, but that's it. That's pretty cool, though. I had no idea. And of course, when you look, because his face is an octopus, it's got the octopus tentacles. When you look at the back, it's got the the actual back part of an octopus. Yep. 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 Yeah. Designs are great. Uh, Tim Burton actually helped uh, with some of the design work on the crew members of the Flying Dutchman. So he had a little bit of a hand in this movie. That works. That that falls into his arena. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So Jones tells Jack. He, he needs to collect 99 souls because he's going to keep Will. So that's one because he's supposed to get 100. But since he's going to keep Will, he needs to get 99 souls to pay off his debt in three days. Uh, so Jones keeps Will and then, and then it's time to gather some souls f- uh, from Tortuga, which is like, oh, man, that sucks for all those drunkards. They're going to get yep. fucked over. But yep. I guess, I mean, I, that's kind of like the easiest way of going about it, I guess. 
Damn it, all I can think of is it took three days to make that potato salad. Three days! Sorry. Nice. More SpongeBob references. Why does it take three days to make a potato salad? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> doesn't take me three days to make potato, potato salad. Well, potato you know. salad is a pretty quick process. So some of the shots from Tortuga are actually just reused shots from the first one. They had extra Are shots, they? and they just said, why don't we just do that instead of shooting new ones? doesn't make any sense. It works. So Elizabeth uh, directs uh, her crew to Tortuga. We already talked about that scene where she like puts it out in the fire. Uh, Jack and Gibbs, they collect souls, but it's crew uh, for the ship. They run into Norrington, who's looking uh, a little, little, little less... Uh, not looking so good. As, yeah. And... Um, he tells his sad tale. He was actually, so the reason he is in the predicament he is in is because he was chasing Jack and Jack escaped causing, and I'm guessing he crashed his ship or something. Yeah. Or he got away and he, instead of going back, he decided to just leave uh, his post um, in shame. And then I guess he just goes to rock bottom. Uh, yep. Does he not have money? Do you not make money from being a Commodore? So, he joins the crew, and we almost... What the fuck does that say? <laughs> oh, oh, no, so I did write what happened. So he, he almost had Jack, but a hurricane happened. And, yes. And I guess he tried to he tried to go through the hurricane, and it fucked his ship up. And even Gibbs is like, you tried to go through it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a madman, dude. He's determined when he wants... He, he wants he's very determined to get what he wants. Yeah. Which is a lot of people in this show, it seems. I've got goals, determinations. And then there's a big, piece. big, big brawl inside the, the the tavern there. And I love that while everything is happening, Jack is trying to find a new hat. It's, yes, yes. I just love where he, uh, he's got a hat on and the guys are like carrying this one dude. And he puts the hat on the guy and then he's like, proceed. And then they just throw yes. him off the bat. <laughs> oh, so funny. We then get to the next shot back on the Flying Dutchman where Davy Jones is playing his organ really aggressively. With his face. With his face, but he's also playing with his claw. Yeah. So it was a really cool shot where in reality when they do this, it um, is another guy, an actual guy who could play the organ playing the top part where the tentacles are playing. And then they just had Bill Nye playing the bottom part where his actual oh. hand and claws are. We then see that they're like all the crew of the Dutchmen are out there working on the deck and they're like trying to bring up a cannon. And I'm like, what are, what are we doing here? What is what is going on? <laughs> it's, hey, you got to work. I, 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 I mean, that's literally out. that's literally what the the crew, the Flying Dutchman, they, they don't get downtime except for when no. they're playing that game. Yeah, they're working yeah. or playing that game where they're wagering time. Yep, And uh, I guess turn they, you know the guy's like turner get up and secure the line or whatever and they you know will and his dad go up there at the same time they both run at each other and then bill notices will and he's like oh and he lets go of the line crashes down but then will gets blamed for it and he's gonna get some lashes but bill comes in he's like no you're not gonna do that and what does he do the dumbass tells davy jones the reason why is because Will is his son, and he's like, oh, well, now you're going to do it. I love that he literally is like, yep. well, you're going to give him the lashes because you told me that that little bit of information now, so I got I got that on you. Yep. Such a dick. So, yeah, so he does it, 
and of course they talk a little bit they talk later right after it's done and you know it's the whole thing where it's just like you know if it was the other guy it would have been way worse he's like oh is that some sort of like so was that you showing compassion he's like yeah pretty much so will tells him that he is looking for the key and that's when why was it wyvern the guy in the wall Yeah, he comes out and talks about the the key that Davy Jones has and where it is. And the pulls, is where pulls his head out and you see his brain. Yeah, his yeah, brain like is that. still attached to the wall. Yeah. Like, oh fucking sweet. Like, uh. Yeah. And this is where we hear Dead Man's chest again. Like I said, it's mentioned a bunch of times in this movie. And yeah, so we see it. Wyvern tells him and then gets sucked back into the wall. Uh Elizabeth finds Jack uh in Tortuga. I love where he I love it where <laughs> Elizabeth, I was like, how does he not recognize her voice for one? Two, how, like, listen, I understand people can have, you know, men can have those type of, like, can have a more feminine voice and so on and so forth, but you are noticing this is a woman. I'm sorry. Like, you're going to know who this is. (laughs) No offense. She's done a great job. It's nothing like the first time where she actually dropped her voice and tried to sound like yeah. a man this is she's talking normal like hello where have you been so i love it though when she's like uh uh jack and he's like oh yeah laddie you are here to join my crew welcome aboard and he's like oh i'm here to find my true love and he's like the man i love you no know, the man that i love and he's just like oh well uh my first love is the sea and then he's like waving like <laughs> then he notices it's Elizabeth. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, he then Jack gets an idea. He's like, oh, well, if the compass isn't going to work for me, what about her? And so he tries to persuade her to want to get the chest instead of Will so that the compass actually works. Yeah. And uh, of course, that's how they get their heading. We then go back to Beckett, who has Governor Swan all chained up. Um, I love earlier in the movie. I love the whole thing of the the whole powdered wig thing, where he yeah, he's like, "What do you think? I just wear this for fun?" Yeah, right. <laughs> but he's not wearing it now. It's just very off putting. And uh, pretty much, he Beckett is like, "You're gonna work for me. You're gonna literally give me all the power that you have over the king, over the government, over everything. You know, that's what you're gonna do for me. Anything I need, you're gonna get it done." And uh, if you do that, I'll get your daughter back. So then we go back to the Flying Dutchman where Will challenges Jones to a wager game, which is called uh, it's called Liar Game. Pretty much the whole point of this game is you roll dice. It's, it's like Yahtzee, but in, instead of knowing what you have underneath, you guess. And as each player has to progressively wager higher amounts, so... I never understood for the years and years I watched this movie. I never could understand how this game worked. So pretty much the whole point is like everyone shakes, puts the dice on the table and you literally have to guess. So when he guessed like four fours, that's how many he thinks is under his cup. And then the next player, I guess, has to guess how many is in two of the cups. But you're pretty much guessing how many of something is in all three cups. So that's when they like get to uh, Will and he guessed like, I think he says like six fives or something, which Bill knows is wrong. And 
of course, uh, I guess at a certain point you can look at your dice. Jones knows he lost, but that's why Bill guess he's gonna he says twelve fives, which he knows is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that they can look after everybody has bet. Yeah, one time. that's what I'm guessing. But I just love when um, when Bill guesses his his final guess, and Jones is just like bootstrap Bill Turner. You're a liar, and you're gonna spend the rest of your life on. I was like, yes. God, Davy Jones is so cool. Such a badass, dude. Such, such a badass. Such good. So yeah, and then of course he's just like, why would you do that? He's like, I'm already here. Like, I just don't want you to be on the ship. And pretty yep. much because Will didn't lose, he is free to go. I guess that was the whole thing. Court. Yeah. And uh, so we then get the scene where Will steals the key. I love the whole thing where he's got to he's got to maneuver around the tentacles. Yep. And uh, the fact that he slams like one of the tentacle slams on the piano and he like Jones slightly wakes up. So the tune that he plays on the organ is the same tune that plays on his little locket. Yeah. You hear? Yeah. And you actually see the same locket in Tia Dalma's hut, which fun fact, I guess the hut that is that she lives in is the same hut that is used on the Jungle Cruise ride on, uh, I think, at Disneyland. Well, it's not used. It's just the design of it is the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which at some point we're going to talk about the Jungle Cruise uh, movie because the Jungle Cruise movie is just another Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah. yeah. Just more modern. We ain't making it to Japan. Let's just go to Florida. Okay. (laughs) Listen, I went to Disney last year. It was a lot of fun. It's just fucking expensive. Yes. Yeah. It's so so expensive. I've been there once. And I was like seven. Never been there. Yeah, I I went. I went last year, and then the the only other time I had gone before that was I I was eight. Well, my grandmother took me and my brothers and sister, and that was. She worked for um, home interiors and got tickets. That was the only time, and I remember I got a Mickey Mouse, a plaid Mickey Mouse hat. And mom took us to a fair by our house and she sat on it to keep it from flying out of the ride that we were riding on and it flew out. <laughs> oh and no. I, yeah, I was mad. I imagine so. She lost my hat. But I shouldn't have taken it on the ride. It was my fault. But yeah, I missed that hat. I still remember what it looked like. It was green and red. It had Mickey Mouse on the. On the I bought one on eBay. It hurts good. so much. It hurts so much. So, yeah, um, Will promises his dad that he will come back for him um, once, I guess, he get, they get the heart or whatever. And uh, we then go back to Elizabeth showing Jack that she has the, the papers that she took from Beckett, kind of mm-hmm. showing him what Beckett is trying, is you know, his whole plan is. And Jack literally is just like, ew, ew, ew. Yeah. <laughs> he sees the paper. This is private too. He's like, ew, gross. And uh, Norrington is questioning her motives because you kind of, you're getting this. This was a thing I, probably the thing I didn't like the most from this movie was the whole um, Elizabeth falling for Jack. Yeah. I was I like, that was what, what, in what way is this happening? Why is this happening? Yeah. Especially like when they're drinking together. Yeah, and on the he's stairs like, yeah. he's like this to her, oh, and I'm like, yeah. no offense, Jack. I'm like, I'm pushing him away for you at this point. It's just, so. it was just one of those things. It just kind of made no sense. 
because that's when Norrington questions, like he's kind of questioning her motives. Like, are you really yep. wanting Will? Like, what? Like, what's your intention here? Because she even says, or he even says to her, "Is like, I, I, I would kill to have you look at me like that when we were together." <laughs> Wouldn't look at you like that either. Not with the hair. Without the hair, maybe. At least, he, hair, at least no. he looks cleaner than he did when before he got on the show. I like oh, that one scene. He's like throwing up like ten yeah. times, but he's having a conversation because the whole thing about Davy Jones or like questioning is like Davy, the the captain of the Flying oh. Dutchman. Like it's just a legend. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Which that that scene bothers me because I hate hearing and seeing people throw up. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, it's just water. It's just water. It's yeah. not. He's not really throwing up. Like, so at least he was not making the sound. The dry heave sound that mm. some of them make. Like, oh, so the uh, this is when Will makes it onto that ship that Elizabeth was on before, and um, yes. he notices the dress. You know the whole thing where they thought, it, oh, we thought it was a ghost, but that's just silly. I like they're all trying to play it out like, yeah, <laughs> oh, that's just ridiculous. Until we weren't scared. <clears throat> Davy Jones releases the crack. And I love the the whole process where he it's the guys who have to they, they turn the wheel and then you got the big lever that goes up and then when it slams down it sends like yes. those reverb yep. down there. And does not break the ship in half. <laughs> I mean it's a ghost ship technically, so I guess that's the reason why. I was like, that's a that's a pretty big reverb that goes down through that. Yeah. But this is when you get to see a, the the crack and do its thing nice and yeah. slow. The tentacles yep. just attacking and, and wrapping itself around the ship, knocking down the mast. You see that Will, yep. for some reason, is all the way on the top of his mast, and he's just jumping he's from in, one mast the to the deck. next. Yep. Or not the poop deck, crow's he's nest. in the crow's nest. Crow's yep. nest, yep. And, uh, yeah. He gets to see the carnage that happens. I like how the captain is the first one who gets yoinked off the ship. Yep, yep. I just and love the detail of all of it, though. So good. Like, like, they... The one, um, the one tentacle that's different from the others that doesn't have like the the suctions, the suction cups on it, and it's just like the it looks like it's almost like something different, um, like this, like squids that have the the two different tentacles. Yeah, because they have well, they have tentacles. Off. Well, their tentacles they have six tentacles and then two arms. But yeah, are, it they're almost classified looks like... as a different organism because they have more of a. It's almost like a paddle on the end. Because yeah. that's what the one looks like that comes way far out. But see, that's the thing is they're not, though. Because if you look at all of his, all of the legs, and he even mentions it being based on Oodaku, is it's based on, at that point, it's based on a giant Pacific octopus. It's not even a squid. It's an octopus. But it's I'm, hard I'm to saying... tell what it is, though. When, when, like, when Will falls into the water during this attack scene... You can yeah. he sees the kraken under the water, like you can see yeah. the body, but it's it's still hard to tell whether it's a squid or an octopus. Yeah, yeah. but if you go by the limbs, it's it's an octopus. Oh, 100 percent. It, it does I'm not. I'm just have... saying that one, the one that comes way far out that has nothing on it. Yeah, it's more you, like blunt. But you don't. It could be turned away, but it it looks like the paddle of the of a squid. Like it looks. Yeah, because I'll have to watch bulbous, it again. It's a bulbous end. Yeah, I'll have to watch it because it didn't look like I've seen the big ones that come up and crash down, but none of them really looked different, like shaped to me. They just looked larger, like a larger. But it made me think of it came from beneath the sea, which was yeah. a Willis, which was a 
There's a little so Brian Ray here. Awesome stop motion by the giant octopus that attacks San Francisco. Good stuff. Yeah. I just I just love the design of it. Like I wish you would see more of it underwater when he goes when he goes underneath, but yeah. I I get why you don't I like it being in the shadows. I just you don't get that I just look. love because you know it goes down further than what you can see. Yeah. Kraken is such a cool legend too. So yeah, so Will then gets back onto the Dutchman. He hides out in the front of it. Um, but then you never really find out how he gets off it to the other to yeah. a, the other ship because there's a part where the where Davy Jones tells them to go under. And I was like, isn't Will still on the front of that thing? This is got to yeah. hold his breath real fun. And you're going deep at a fast rate. That's going to cause some bubbling in the brain and you're dead. No, yep. no, Titanic. Start swimming. Swim it yeah. up. Yeah, as soon up. as it hits, yep. I'm up. So yes, we got to go get the. So Davy Jones tells them we got to go to the island where the chest is because clearly people are going after it because he finds out that Will took the key. That's the whole reason why he sends the Kraken after them. So they reach the island after Jack's black mark returns. Uh, they find the chest uh, even when the compass is starting to like send Elizabeth into like different direction like she's walking back and forth and then the she notices that the compass is pointing at jack she's like no 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 and i was yeah. like thank god no no, no we don't want yeah, this we don't, we don't, yeah we don't no, need that story don't. Angle. nope and yeah this is when they jack figures out the spot norrington digs it up uh as soon as they find the chest will shows up with the key opens it up and that's when they notice uh, the heart inside, and Will's immediately going to kill, is going to stab the heart, but then Jack's like, no, 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 no. That's not how this is going to work. So we then get the longest sword fight ever. Yep. Which even Elizabeth is like, this is ridiculous because she's trying to distract them to stop. Like, stop this. And yep. <laughs> it goes on for so long. Everybody has a stake in it. Norrington, Jack, yes. yep. Will, everybody. Yep. Fucking everybody. The two gr- grunts just wanted to sell for money. So funny. <laughs> yeah. I just love the the uh, the whole exposition dump that the one guy says. He's like, hey, what? Wh- why are they all fighting? And he's like, well. <laughs> yeah, he Norrington, just knows. <laughs> Norrington wants to restore his his pride and his position. Uh, Jack wants it as a leverage for Davy Jones and um, <laughs> was it? And Will wants it to free his father from a lifelong servitude. <laughs> yeah. Like how Twice did you... cursed father. <laughs> yeah. How did yes. you find? out he's like this it's the so one funny. character in all those all those movies that is the here's all the um gossip yeah like yeah. Ov- overhears just, the gossip just never forgets it and he's just like this is what i heard yeah and just knows everything yeah, like, knows. This shit. so yeah then we you know they literally are sword fighting all the way into this island they get to this little old abandoned town that's run down and they then are fighting on the roof of this place and then they get onto a water wheel which then start breaks off and then it starts to go and they're fighting while on that. Jack gets knocked off of it because he gets hit in the head with a, a pipe. Yeah, that wheel rolls for a long time. That's what I said. We were watching. It's like they're still on the fucking wheel. Yeah, it's so long. It's all practical too. Just really cool. Good, good for them. So yeah, Liz and the two other guys they. We're going to fight each other, but then they group up to fight uh, Davy Jones crew. So the whole thing is that Davy Jones can't step on land for ten, yep. it's like one day every 10 years, but yep. his crew can, I guess, anytime. 
Yeah. Uh, I figured it bound all of them, but apparently it's just him. So. Yeah. Hermitcraft guy. Yes, he's the best. We've talked about him on other episodes, which is hilarious. He just gets his head. He just gets his head knocked off. Yeah, because there like, was. I think we've done a couple movies where there was a character who gets his head knocked off, and you're trying to like communicate with the head. Yeah, the body yeah. to come get him. Like, yeah. I can't remember. He's yeah. like, he's like, to your right. Yeah. And the, the body just hits a tree. That is a tree. Yeah. <laughs> I just like how Jack's just like stop. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because this is what because Jack is the one who knocks his head off with the coconut. He like yes. falls yeah, off he just throws like, it, fucking beans him. <laughs> it was a drive-by fruit. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Oh god, jeez. Oh, and Jack opens up the chest, takes the heart, stuffs it in his shirt, and runs off. Uh, Will and Norrington they take a fun ride all the way down to the beach, and I love it when the they finally crash down and they get out and they're all dizzy, like trying to fight each other, but they just keep falling. Well, yeah, you notice it affects Will more than fucking Norrington. Norrington yeah. seems to bounce back pretty quick. From yeah, Norrington it. immediately like runs over to the little dinghy there and steals the papers. Notices that Jack had put the heart inside the the jar dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I got a jar dirt. And so like he yeah, you know he takes the heart as well. And um, yeah, it's pretty obvious. Jack or Jack was too busy fighting somebody off with an oar and Will was knocked out. Yeah. So it, but then he he plays it off like he's gonna try to distract them, um, distract the Davy Jones crew. So he runs off with the chest. He ends up dropping the chest and just running off. And this is yeah, this is when the um the body picks up, drops the head and picks up the chest and the body's just like, or the head's just like, hey, come back. Yes. God damn it. And then he literally turns into a hermit crab yeah. and just crawls he away. Was, and I was like, whoa. Well, why'd you do that in the first yeah, place? Was, I know, uh, right? Pirates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you're not one? I forgot to mention when you first meet, when Jack and uh, Davy Jones first talk to each other, the whole thing where Jack is like spying on the Flying Dutchman while Davy Jones is talking to Will and he's looking through uh, his viewfinder there. And then oh, when yeah. he, he sees Davy Jones and Davy Jones turns and sees him. And then as soon as he puts it down, he's right in his face. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that's the good stuff. Yeah. But they meet again. He catches up with Jack and the Pearl. And this is when he calls. He's like, hey, fish face. Yeah. <laughs> I got a jada. I got a jada. Yes. I love it. All improvised, by the way. By Johnny Depp. Nice. So nice. So well much, played. Most times, those are the best lines. So yep. funny. So, Jones then attacks uh, the Pearl, of course, with his really cool cannons, but then he gets to use his cool triple guns that are on yep. the front of the ship. I'm like, whoa! This yep. is so sick! They're not normally on the front. I was That's confused. so crazy. He's like, I'm a fucking immortal ghost. <laughs> I got yeah. fucking... Cannons for days, the guns. I thought they were going to come from the mouth part when oh, I first watched. That would have been cool. Yeah, that that would have been, been cool. Yeah. But the, nonetheless, these guns are sick. Yes. Uh, Jones releases the Kraken on the Pearl, and we get another awesome scene. Of course, with that awesome Kraken theme that plays while yep. it's attacking, they have to come up with a plan. Like, how are we going to damage it? Like, they actually shoot it with the cannons, which damages it. It kind of disappears. But I do love when it first shows up it doesn't it, it doesn't like immediately come in like attack it like slowly its tentacles come out of the water and i love when yeah. the guys are looking out the portholes where the or the cannon holes 
and it's just the the little suction cups are kind of attaching to the the cannons as it's going yeah. up. But yeah, it gets damaged, it goes down, and then it comes back, and they come up with a plan to get all the gunpowder and all the rum. Oh, the rum. Not the yes, rum. I love everyone's like, face when they mention that. And like, I know. Gibbs is like even Gibbs is like oh, He's like, even the rum. Uh, oh. Okay, here's the rum. Remember everybody. Rum is for drinking, not for burning. Which is a great <laughs> song, by the way, by Senses Fail. It's about pirates, and it's yeah, a great song. That's so. So. It's good. It's so listen to it if you haven't. But yeah, their whole thing is to get it all... Got a good drink. Yep. They get it all together because they're going to blow it up. Jack just ditches the ship, and Elizabeth notices. He's like, yeah. goddamn coward. Just yeah, run away. Like... And he notices, like, it's going bad. He's like, I, I gotta go back. Yep. And... You know, everything's going crazy. Of course, Will is in like the worst situation. Why is Will always in the worst situation? In the first one, he gets he gets stuck in the fucking in the brick there where he's like trapped underwater. And then this one, he, he he's stuck on the freaking the whole thing as it's rising up. Yeah. And of course, he cuts himself out as Jack shows back up, picks up the gun and shoots a awesome slow-mo shot right into one of the barrels, blowing it up. And then you get a really cool effect of all of its like the tentacles are all damaged. They're all you yep. see is just like the cartilage underneath. Uh, yeah, it's, yep. it's nasty, and it screams too. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care much for that. It was quite, quite cross. Yeah, it was, it was ooh, gnarly. So Elizabeth, uh, then you know she's like, "Oh, thanks for coming back, Dick." And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, <gasps> I got to be the hero," yeah. and of course she kind of like plays it like she. Like is like all like hot for him now. She like makes out with him, but only to distract him enough to handcuff him to the ship, because she's literally like, "It's not coming after us. It's not coming for the ship. It's coming for you." Yeah, he's like, and Will sees it happen. He's like sees over yeah. the side of the boat. Which uh, I guess the from what I've read, uh, that part uh, was cut out of the script of uh, Orlando Bloom's script, so his reaction was a little bit more genuine when he sees it. He didn't oh. know it was going to happen. Oh, yeah. interesting. The genuine reaction. That's a good, that's good. I like, I love when they do that. I movies. love it. I, 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 listen, it's, it's the magic of movie making, you know, yep. when you do things like that, where it's like, if, especially these two characters that are supposed to be so in love and like being like, yeah, you're not really in love with that other person, but like seeing the things like, oh, well, I, I wasn't expecting that. Oh, <laughs> you know, they, they still had, they had to have some form of chemistry. Oh yeah, absolutely. To, you know, be making out, but like the the genuine reactions, like in Alien, where they don't realize what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like I like the genuine reaction. Yeah, they knew it was gonna happen. They didn't know exactly when how the scene was gonna play yeah, out. They, like I like it when it's for their benefit, not Alan Rickman, Die Hard, or or um, what's her face in The Shining. Oh, in case of the door? Yeah. Or, or just mentally abusing Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't like it when it's mentally detrimental. Like, it, oh, absolutely. That brought a lot to that, that scene. So the one I mentioned, for those of you who don't know, Parker probably knows this, and I'm not, like, a hardcore fan, but I like the movie, in Die Hard, oh. when Alan Rickman, the scene of him falling out of the window. Yeah. 
the shot on him. Yeah. Well, oh, they, I know about they, it. Yeah. 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 So people that don't know when they did that scene, they were supposed to count one, two, three and let him go. And they got like one and then right at two, they just dropped him. So his facial expression was a hundred percent legit. He was not That's ready so for it at all. <laughs> oh, they're like, this is the final yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. And they just kept that shot. It's so good, dude. John McTiernan, man. That dude was a legend. Yeah. Um, he just, you know, was it uh, <laughs> wiretapping? Not good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she tricks him, handcuffs him to the ship. Does the whole thing. She comes down uh, the whole. We're like, hey, where's Jack? Oh, he said he was gonna stay behind. She's all bitter. Uh, to, yeah. Pissed off. She's she's yeah. She's upset. You know, she she's, didn't want to do it, but yeah. it was the only way I was gonna save everybody's life. She's dealing with a lot. Somebody's gonna stay behind. Yeah. So we can. So they venture off, and this is when you see Jack trying to get himself out of the handcuff. You get the whole thing where he gets the hot, the he gets the wax to to find, and then as soon as he gets his hand out, he turns, and the kraken is there with all of its lovely teeth, and it uh, roars at him, covering him in saliva, which is uh, the the stuff they used was concentrated um, uh, saline. Nice. Yeah. Which they tested on his stunt double first to see how it would be. And then Johnny Depp actually had it done to him many times, by the way. He said it was the, one of the <laughs> nastiest things he's had to do uh, for a movie. Oh, by the way, I want to point this out because the legend of the, we'll talk about this, will lead into what we can do. The legend of the Kraken <laughs> was based on real animals yep. it was believed to be of course for those of you that don't know the uh archituthus johnson eye which was the giant squid which is the reason i wanted to be a marine biologist and then i don't remember the latin name for the other one but the colossal squid those are the two creatures believed to inspire the the tale of the kraken because there were a lot more of them back in the day a lot less boats on this so they're more likely if you saw them usually when they come up toward the top of water they were dying anyway mm -hmm. so the likelihood of one attaching to a boat as it's dying is, is very possible. Right. So yeah. Well, it's just like but they, the they whole, also it was oh, like the whole thing about manatees looking like mermaids. Like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh the uh obviously they don't have teeth, they have beaks, but carry on. Yeah, no, this I mean this was just a, a better design to make it scarier. But yeah. Oh no, I get it. Even though, just, even though like, those fucking squid beaks could fucking damage you real good. <laughs> yeah, and some and some of them are venomous. So because it go it goes back to the the whole um tall tales yeah. of yeah. people on ship they they tend to oh absolutely over exaggerate but also if you think about so, like how long they were out there the lack of food the lack the, yeah. the amount of sunlight they're getting yeah they're yeah. fucking all like oh they're seeing shit I also yeah. question um, Davy Jones' design, like his face, the way his face looks. It kind of reminds me of like images of, um, well, drawings of Cthulhu. Yep, mm -hmm. yep, yeah. I got that vibe too. Well, 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 believe me, this year we're going to talk about a very similar incident when we end up talking about Deep Rising. So. Yes, yes. So we get the final showdown with Jack versus the Kraken. I love the epic stance. He he knows he's gonna die, but he he squares up to it. He's a hello beastie. Yeah, and, you know, we get the final shot as the the thing is is when the kraken brings down the pearl, it doesn't break it. It just kind of drags it down. Too strong. Did you, know, did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Davy Jones is like, well, I got to check the chest because I got to make sure my heart's in there. And then he opens up the chest because because after the the black pearl goes down, he's like. Sparrow, your debt is now 
you know, repaid or gone or whatever. Yep. And then when uh, he opens up the chest and notices the heart's not in there, he's like, Jack Spada! And, like, water's coming yeah, out of shit. Squirts out of his mouth. We see Norrington bringing the heart to Beckett, which will play a huge part in the third movie. Uh, Tia Dalma, we, they all then venture back to Tia Dalma. They're all sad because Jack's dead. And, um, you know, they talk about, someone says something about, like, bringing him back. And she's like, do you want to do that? And he's like, whoa, you're very eager about this. Whoa. And then, of course, she name drops the third movie. She's like, if you need, if you want to travel to the world's end, uh, then you'll need some help. And who comes down the stairs? Good old Captain Barbosa with Monkey Jack on his shoulder and a nice, juicy Granny Smith apple. Mm, so good. I, want, I wanted, oh, I I wanted, wanted that so fucking bad. apple. It was, was the eating. greenest apple I've ever seen. I wanted it juicy so bad. Juicy as fuck. It like, oh, ran down his face. I was like, I want that apple. So good. <laughs> Every apple they have used in the first one, I was like, damn, that's a Jeez. nice apple. That's what you get for Hollywood. That's million-dollar apples right there. <laughs> So their reaction to him showing up was genuine because they weren't told that Jeffrey Rush was going to be coming back. They actually thought that Zoe Saldana was going to be coming back as Anna Maria. And so when they saw him come down the stairs, like all their, like it's genuine reaction. I love it. That's cool. I love love it. I love Barbosa. I don't like, I I do. I I think he's great in this trilogy, but well, we'll get to we'll talk about it in the fourth and fifth one where they where they go with him. Yeah, look at the monkey nose. Look at him. You don't trust that some bitch will kill you in your sleep. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna face, pull up our comments here. Whip it out. Whip it out. Here we go. So as you know, everybody, every week we the day before we record, we do posts on Twitter and Instagram about uh, anyone who wants to leave a comment. Uh, about your you know what you thought of this movie and all that fun stuff so we're going to read some comments we also had some help from uh our good friend darren sharing our post so we're going to start though with our uh with a a, a, an avid listener fiori neko who says rented this from my local library enjoyed it as a kid man i got and then he says he's got to watch all of our or listen to all of our uh, pirates (laughs) episodes and i said i said at that time (laughs) because we record these weeks ahead uh, they weren't released yet, so you're you got plenty of time, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank cool. you, though. We do appreciate. But, but it's it. out right now when you're listening to this. It's it's clearly out. Yeah. Um. Uh, our next comment is from our good friend Darren Lumberg over at Nostalgia Cast, who said, "I like it a lot, even though it's pointless in the same way that the Back to the Future sequels are pointless, inventing brand new plot threads when the story had already ended satisfactorily. Uh, the set pieces are inventive, memorable, and fun, though." Yes. And then uh, we have another comment from, oh, oh, is this a long one? We have Michael Howe back to comment. Uh, Michael, yes. Michael asked if he could if he could leave a long comment, and I never, I'm never going to say no because oh, yeah. there's so much fun to read. So <clears throat> let me take a sip of my drink. All right, let's brace in. I got my seatbelt. Let's Man. go. Parker, and, look at look at Parker and his mason jar compared to your mason jar. Mine's almost empty too. I got a little <laughs> splash in there. So. We start out, it says, in a number of cases, sometimes a director's vision is held back due to certain certain circumstances. Their style may be hampered by the studio, producers, etc., and their film may reflect the reigning in. I find that the case with the following directors in their films, Tim Burton, Batman, Gore Verbinski, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, 
Guillermo del Toro, Hellboy, and Michael Bay Transformers. After these films did sell, the directors were able to make sequels, but were given more creative control, and in this way, spun the films off in unexpected directions. In the case of Pirates of the Caribbean, Verbitsky basically seemed to undo all the happy endings that seemed to take place in the first film and sent the cast running around and around in this film, sometimes just doing things that seem a bit boring. I can agree with this, in, especially in this one. Uh, the film also makes one of the biggest mistakes with how to handle Jack Sparrow. Though he gets top billing in the first film, Jack was more of a supporting character, tying everyone's separate story elements together. He was memorable in these little bursts here and there. Uh, with uh, DMC, his popularity suddenly means that Jack has to be uh, the most important character in the world. At times, it felt like the studio kept passing notes to add more Jack, which would have led to a series of scenes in the third film. I feel there's a bit too much reliance on we can't do anything without Jack in the film, let alone the return of the character that if he had stayed dead might be more fondly remembered these days. On a more positive note, ILM's mocap advancements paved the way for a number of later film work, and it was great to see one of the great tech innovators, John Knoll, win for his work on this film. Yeah, John Knoll, legendary effects artist, has been part of ILM since the beginning, kind of helped found ILM. So... It's cool to well, not I don't think he helped found ILM, but he was a huge integral part of ILM for a long, long time. And then let me uh let me go. I know that Darren shared this, and I think he got a couple comments. Uh, he did get one comment from Andrew Fox McKay, who said, "My opinion is that it's the best film of the series by a wide margin. Oh. Still looks incredible too. Very good. Very very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a comment from Darren as well." Ooh, right. Yeah. Uh, my favorite memory of this movie is watching it with a packed crowd on opening weekend. And when Captain Jack makes his first appearance, you could feel the wave of happiness that swept through that theater. Dude, I agree. That is something like when you get a theater that like gets really excited for something like opening weekend or you get that really good applause at the end and shit. That's just, yeah. you can't beat that. It's so good. Um. The Godzilla movie that we watched at the theater here in town. Well, the first one we watched together, right? 2014? Where you were like, I could feel him. Oh, I was elated. Shaking. Like, I was holding his hand. I'm like, are you okay? Because you could get other people too, though. But like, you could just, you could just feel it bouncing off of everybody. And like, at the end, and everybody's just like clapping. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff, man. Yeah. It's so fun. Well, that's it. That is Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest. Next week, for episode 110, we will be venturing into the third film, Pirates of the Caribbean, at World's End. And then we're going to be taking a couple weeks off from the Pirates franchise, doing a couple other movies, which is fun. Maybe bring on some uh, guests for those. I'm very excited. We won't uh, mention who or what we're doing, because I don't know. So it's going to be a good time. Yeah. (laughs) Always prepare here. Always. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I love these movies a lot and to get to talk about them and rewatch them for the thousandth time is, is always. Oh a good time. yeah. So yeah, we're very excited because uh, in next week's episode probably is going to be a long one because the movie we're going to be talking about is almost three hours long uh, as is this one. Uh, so yeah. yeah, strap in everybody. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, TikTok at dissect that film. We are on all the podcast apps, uh, Apple, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, 
all of them, Podbean, all those fun, fun apps. Just type in dissect that film. Make sure if you can rate and review, please leave us five stars. We love more reviews. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave us five stars. Um, it definitely helps us get into more people's ears. Uh, Good Pods has a cool little thing where you can uh, leave comments on individual episodes or you can leave a whole review on the show itself. It's It definitely it helps the show out a lot. So please, if you can, if you listen to us on any of those platforms, please leave us uh, a, re- a rating and a review. If you watch us on YouTube, we greatly appreciate you. And uh, please like, comment, and subscribe if you do. Leave us a yeah, leave us a comment. I love to to see the comments uh, on our YouTube episodes. You get to see our faces. Not much yes. goes on in the YouTube videos, but it's it's cool. Sometimes it's just a a, be, a, a more fun experience. So. Sometimes we do things that you're wondering what the fuck are they talking about. Yeah. You won't know. Everybody. But sometimes yeah. I forget yeah. that we you know mostly we're an audio podcast, but we do yeah. do video. So there are times where I'm doing things and I don't mention what I'm doing for the audio audience. There. <laughs> yes, do do. <dude. laughs> But yeah, that's about it. Uh, you can find Dan and Angela on all their links that are going to be down in the description. Uh, we do have a, a shop where you can buy shirts with our logos on it where I'm going to be trying to come up with some new designs and stuff to put on there. And also, we have a Patreon for just $1. You can get our episodes early. Could be a couple days. It could be a week. It depends on how energetic I am to get those episodes out. We'll get them. We'll get them. Now you get them early. It's worth that dollar. It's worth it. It helps us out. It gets a, it, it, um, you know, helps it's us just move towards dollar. making the show a little, sound a little bit better, look a little bit better, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, thank you, everybody, for all your support. And uh, you got anything else? I don't think so. No, think these days, what can you this. buy for a dollar? Exactly. I mean, really. You can buy a shitty beer for a dollar. I drank one on our live our live stream we did. We did that charity. I had a shitty it was I mean, I drink worse for a dollar. I put worse things in my mouth for a dollar. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan Angela from DNA Gaming, and this has been the Dissect That Film Podcast, episode 109. We'll see y'all again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.